Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. We are a fifth edition actual play D&D podcast. I am Kurt, Daddy the Dungeon Master, and to my left we have Bertie, who plays Galaxy, the elven wizard who has an adorable corgi named Boom. Don't forget about Boom. And all the way to the right of the Dungeon Master is... Hello, my name is Sam, and I play Mimi, our favorite elf druid, and the leader of the Three Musketeers. And to my left, we have... Your mom. Who plays... Fat Deb. The leader of all. My mom, Jill, who plays... The leader of all. Who is a druid cleric. Druid? Oh, no. Halfling. Halfling cleric. Sorry. I even had to check. And, and Sam, you, I said to, to to the DM's right. You said to the said far, far right. right. Yeah. I said far right? Yes, yeah. all the way to the right. I yeah. did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. So this is not our typical episode. This is an out of the dungeon episode. It's been um, a while. It has been a while since we've done one of these. I've is, never done one of these. Yeah, you've never done oh, one. Oh, it's your first time. I'll be probably more confused than I am playing the actual. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. possible. I don't know. And we'll this see. Probably is going to be our last out of the dungeon episode. What? What? Because your mom's joining us, so it's like we got to stop doing these. Yeah. Now. Oh, okay. You could have stopped then over a year ago, dude. <laughs> so these are, uh, yes, we're not playing an adventure in these episodes. What we're doing is that we're going through the character sheets and we're leveling them up uh, to the next level and we're going over the new features, the new spells, the new things that the characters have. Jill, you have taken on a very difficult challenge with hopping into the middle of a campaign, oh, and especially yeah. a high-level campaign. Because normally, with a character, you start out at level one, and you have one or two super duper things that you can do. But Fat Deb, you started out at level 12 and you have like 30 or 40 different amazing Hello. things. It's okay, I don't understand how to do anything. So. <laughs> right, but, but, but the idea is that you start out at level one and you just have to know a couple things. And then as you get to the next level, then you add on a couple more, then you add on a couple more and a couple more and a couple more, but you spend enough time with the character at each level and using each of its abilities that you just know them and understand everything that's going on. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I haven't done one of these um, with you is because I wanted to give you a little bit more time to get to know Fat Deb and understand things and the spells that she can do. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But even if you don't know all of it, that's okay. That's all right. That's good, because I don't. <laughs> does this make you even more impressed with my playing skills? Yeah, it does. Totally. It does. She has no idea what she's doing. She I... still plays D&D amazingly. I do. Yeah, I do. You're clearly the best player out of all of us. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. I really am. All right. Before we get to the characters, though, a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, we've got some more five-star reviews I wanted to go over. Uh, best podcast and D&D campaign. This is from Arla, 10 years. Uh, I re recently learned about your adventure log in one of the earlier episodes, and I was wondering where I could find it. Uh, Arya, you can find that at DungeonsDragonsDaughters.com. 
If you uh, go to our website, you'll see a listing of all of our episodes on there, but on the left-hand side of the page, you'll see a link on there that says campaign log, and uh, that'll bring you into all of the pages that I've been writing over the last couple of years, summarizing all of our adventures. What is a campaign log? It's just, you don't even know about this? No, I've never heard about this. I literally brought it up in episodes that she's referring to yeah. that you were a part of. You what? really have. What? <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> what did you It's just to? It's just a did summary you know? of each episode. Oh. It's like, it's like 30 pages long. Now, it's practically a novel of all the adventures that we've gone on. It could turn into like a whole book something. Uh, maybe, but just to warn you, I've gotten really lazy with the last couple of adventures in there. I used to write all these paragraphs and details and summaries of all of our adventures. Now I'm just putting in like one sentence abbreviations. All right. Hey! What the heck? You want to take it over? No, because I'm <laughs> explaining, but come on. Yeah, uh, this step is... Step it up. Yeah. yeah. Come on, right, this so, is your side job that you're not getting paid for. Step it up. <laughs> Be taller than Dan. All right, uh, next five-star review. Uh, best podcast this is from uh, Galaxy is the Leader. Oh, my God. <gasps> uh, I love I I love this. This is so good, and I think Galaxy should be the leader because she always says everyone else isn't the leader, so who else would it be? P.S. Not her. P.S. Put this in the podcast because then they will stop arguing about who is the leader. Oh my god. Hashtag no. Mr. Bok Bok. Yes! Okay. We'll, we'll never stop arguing. You, you've been redeemed. Um, I am the leader. Yes. No one is the leader. Alright, another five star review. Uh, Mr. Bok Bok is the best. Also, Abby. Oh, are these from the same person? Oh. Well, this one is so good, and, and, and this is my favorite podcast, P.S. for everyone who spells Galaxy's name wrong, it's G-A-L-A-X-S-Y, not G-A, uh, okay, real quick. Galaxy's name is actually spelled G-A-L-L-E-X-E-Y, just, <laughs> just double checking. Wow, Bernie. For these character sheets, um... I think I've been spelling it wrong all this time. Yeah. No, see, I I made this character like four years ago. Yeah, almost five. Okay, now. and oh, wow. and I didn't know how to spell galaxy. You were eight at the time I was when you eight. created this character. But it's on the character sheet, so it is canon. Galaxy G-A-L-L-E-X-E-Y. So last but not least, this is my favorite DD podcast from Cuphead Fave. I love this so much because I play D&D also, and it is kid-friendly. My brother is normally the dungeon master, and I play with my friends as a fighter or a wizard like Galaxy. Thank you. Oh, look. Look, they spelled it correctly. No, they, they, missed, nope. an, they missed an E. <laughs> I sucked at spelling. See, this is the way that they spelled it the way that I normally spell it, but I... Or wait. I don't know. Is it? G-A-L-L-E... Is that an E or an S? That's an X. That's the same. No, e, X. I don't know, but Fat Deb is easy to spell. <laughs> is that S, Y, or E, Y? I that, that looks like an E. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't know we don't know how to spell Galaxy. No, no one knows anymore. All right. All right, so uh, you all are going up to level 13. Who wants to go first? Me! Oh, my gosh. You gave me the pencil, so All right. that's 
favorite. Oh, and I'm turning 13 soon, so. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm true. turning 13 a minute before you. <laughs> <laughs> so I should go first. No. Alright, the first thing that you get to do is roll for two points. Each time that you level up, you get to roll a die to tell you how much more of your hit points go up by. Why don't you get my dice? You get a d6 to roll. Now, you can roll that, or you can just choose to increase it by four. By four, please. Okay, you're not going to roll? No! Alright, so then your hit points go up to 81. 81! Let's go! Jill, Fat Deb, you can either choose to increase your hit points by five, what? Or roll a d8 to see if what you can get I, better. What, why does she have or so much? Should I get a d20? <laughs> you get a d8 as well. Oh. Would you like to just add five to your overall hit points, or do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, but then can I still roll? You have to take the five, but you can still roll I to will. see what it would have been. I just want to see. Okay, so I'll you're taking the five. five. I'll take the five. Okay. You got a three. I did. So, so I you did, did well. well. So how about you? You need to share that pencil. Because one pencil. So how about you? Um, I'm going to wait. How many do I take? Five, or you can roll for better. I will take the five that I want to see. Okay. So Ooh. You could have got an eight, but instead you chose. Yeah, but really, three more points. Actually, so and it's your max HP that goes up by right. five. So you actually have a hundred and three hit points now. But it's seventy-eight. Right, but that, that also. So does that go away now? It's back to the. No, we need to we need to make sure that we keep that on there because. Um, okay, well, if you had gotten more than one. No, 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 leave that there. Leave that there. No, I added. Well, five on there. Right, you should have added five to both of these. Oh, to both. Yeah, because that's how many hit points you have currently. All right. Now. There's a reason, Dad. Put can I go first for this time? You want to go first now? Yes. Okay. So, um, level thirteen is kind of a boring level. Oh. There's no new abilities that you get. Other than new spells to pick out. And you said this is going to be like our last out of the dungeon. For, and we're leaving off on level 13. Welcome everybody to this boring last episode. Okay, about okay maybe we'll do another one as like a, like um, a, like a capstone um, for the characters. I don't know. Maybe we'll do more. I just thought it could be your last one. Because I wasn't planning on leveling, up, leveling you up again before the end of the campaign. Seeing how we haven't done it in a year and a half that I've been playing, right? Well, we did level up offline. I just didn't do one of these episodes for it. Why didn't we? I, uh, I don't recall. I have to go back. I think it was just because it had been so long since we recorded an episode. I didn't want to. Kind of like now. It's been a really long time since we recorded. Like a month an or something? Yeah. It, no, it was longer than that. It was like we took the oh. summer off. And I didn't want it, us to come back with an Out of the Dungeon episode. I wanted to get right back into it. Sorry, guys. All right. So, Sam. Yes. You get new spells. You get to choose uh, two new spells. Um, so you can choose any two spells that you want from the player's handbook. Like, not even just druid spells? Well, anything that's in the druid spells you can anything. choose from. As long as you have spell slots for it. So you get to choose up to level seven. Um, so but two spells that I picked out that I thought would be a good choice for you. If you wanted to take that this offline and choose your spells um, on your own time looking through the book, you can do that. But two spells that I called out for you. Um, that I thought would be good choices. First one is Firestorm. It's a very powerful uh, offensive spell. That sounds scary. It does sound scary. Let's pull it up. What do you get with Firestorm? I'd rather be in an Earth Storm and get dirt covered everywhere. Yep. 
So, um, so that is one one change with this level is that you now have access to seventh level spells. So, firestorm, a storm made up of sheets of roaring flame appears in a location you choose within range. The area of the storm consists of up to ten ten foot cubes which you can arrange as you wish. Each cube must have at least one face adjacent to the face of another cube. Each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 7d10 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. I like it. So it's level 7? Yeah, Firestorm. Okay. Uh, the other one I had picked up for you... What level is it? Uh, I believe this is level 7 too as well. Uh, the second one is called Reverse Gravity. This is a level 7 as well. Uh, this spell reverses gravity in a 50-foot radius, 100-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. All creatures and objects that aren't somehow anchored to the, to the ground in the area fall upward and reach the top of the area when you cast this spell. A creature can make a dexterity saving throw to grab onto a fixed object it can reach and thus avoid in the fall. If some solid object, such as a ceiling, is encountered in this fall, falling objects and creatures strike it just as they would during a normal downward fall. If an object or creature, continue, a creature reaches the top of the area without striking anything, it remains there oscillating slightly for the duration. So, um, 100 feet high cylinder, if you were in an area that was 100 feet tall and they slammed into the ceiling, then they, that would cause a 10d6 worth of bludgeoning damage on the fall. So th this is a, an attack spell, but there's also a little bit of utility that goes along with it as well. Um, I'm gonna think about it. I probably will look for another spell that I like. Okay. So, yeah, how many seven level slots do I have? Uh, I believe that you only have one. Do all my other slots go up? Because I only have one sixth level. Yeah. Oh, good question here. Let me pull up Fat Deb's character sheet because she has the same level spell slots as everybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Your other spell, your other spell wow. slots don't increase. Um, so what? Okay, so say it again to the camera. Yeah, so, so, so no, <laughs> no, that's no. the answer. <laughs> yeah. So no. you just get a uh, well. Okay, so you get one seventh level, one sixth. Um, oh, actually, let me let me bring up the table. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the. So it's the, a yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Your other or slots not? are not affected. You have the same. You have the same amount of slots with the addition of your seventh level slot. That's so the no. So yeah, no. Um, oh, your proficiency. Okay, so I'm sorry, I missed a couple things. Your proficiency bonus goes up to five. So I'm sorry. One other thing that I, I missed on your hit points, you need to add in your constitution modifier. So you're fine. You have no constitution I'm, modifier. I'm gonna get another pencil. I had two. Uh, your constitution modifier. It needs three more added on to that so that actually I have sense. 99 hit points 86 106 every time you level up you get your hit points plus your constitution modifier that's another important thing with your constitution makes you tougher and it gives you more hit points every single level Thrilling. <laughs> 
All right, Fat Deb. So, well, actually, before we move on to you, so Sam, you're gonna take a look at the book and see what other spells that might be of interest to you. Yeah, just one more step with bubble. Yeah. Um, I think so. Let me double check on that. Right Maybe now. Number that you get. No, not right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Fat Deb. Yo. A couple of spells that uh, I thought that you might like. Let's do them. Uh, the first one is Resurrection. Um, this is a little bit different uh, compared to the one that you know already. Uh, this is the one where... You mean Revivify? Not Revivify. Revivify. So, so remember, you, can, you know how to bring people back from the dead within 10 days with a, with a diamond, right? Mm -hmm. You know all about that spell. No, all the details of it. Okay. I know. Definitely. Mm -hmm. All right, so for this one, you touch a dead creature that has been dead for no more than a century, that didn't die of old age, and that isn't undead. If its soul is free and willing, the target returns to life with all its hit points. The spell neutralizes any poisons and cures normal diseases afflicting the creature when it died. It doesn't, however, remove magical diseases, cures, and the like if such effects aren't removed prior to casting a spell. They afflict the target on its return to life. Uh, this spell closes all mortal wounds and restores any missing body parts. Coming back from the dead is an ordeal. The target takes blah, 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 blah. You don't care about that. Oh my gosh. So, so like, someone could be dead for a hundred years and you could bring them back to life with this spell. So if one of us dies, she doesn't have to heal us right away. She just, we just have to wait. I can wait a century. Yeah. You'd probably be dead. <laughs> I would not. All right, another, another spell that I uh, had flagged Divine for word. Divine word. Oh, look, I'm psychic now. Or you read the... No, I didn't. I, or you're the repeater. No, I'm blind. What are you guys talking about? So... I, I'm psychic now. Divine word. You utter a divine word, imbued with the power that shaped the world at the dawn of creation. Choose any number of creatures you can see within range. Each creature that can hear you must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, a creature suffers an effect based on its current hit points. If they have 50 hit points or fewer, they are deafened for a minute. 40 hit points, they are deafened and blinded for 10 minutes. If they have 30 hit points or fewer, they are blinded, deafened, and stunned for an hour. If they have 20 hit points or fewer, they are killed instantly. Jeez. Um, so this is, so regardless of its current hit points, a celestial, an elemental, a fate, or a fiend that fails its save is forced back to its plane of origin if it isn't there already and can't return to your current plane for 24 hours by any means short of a wish spell. So, um, this is a fairly powerful spell. So, girls, which one? I have one more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would do the, the bringing back That's to the dead, because that could help. And that uh, other one could? A lot. Okay, okay. Uh, the third one I had tagged for you that I thought was interesting, because you're always complaining about the girls, having their own little sidekicks to help out. Oh, yeah. Oh, but she has her three worms. That's true. You, you have the Mr. Fredrickson's. I know, but they just don't do much. Um, this spell is yeah, called... Mr. Rock. <gasps> or, 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 or Stubby. Um, you can conjure a celestial. 
You summon a Celestial of challenge rating 4 or lower, which appears in an unoccupied space that you can see within range. The Celestial disappears when it drops to 0 hit points or when the spell ends. Celestial is friendly to you and your companions for the duration. Uh, you roll initiative for the Celestial. So essentially it's a, it's a Celestial. It's a, an angel-like creature that you can summon and will uh, be super nice to you and fight with the group for an hour. But then it's never permanent. It's never permanent. Like no. Mr. Bokpa. But a Pegasus is an example of a Celestial that she could, you could summon, Ooh. you could summon a flying horse. I know what a Pegasus is. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's tempting. You don't have to decide right now, you're going to think about it. Because one, one other thing, um, in case you did want to go through all of your spells, one of the things that you can do as a cleric is that you can choose all new spells. All the spells that you have right now, you're not stuck with. You could choose from any of the spells that are in the player's handbook for a cleric up to seventh level. So you could swap all your spells out if you wanted. You could choose one of these spells right now and then swap it out at a later point in time if you wanted to. I'll forget. Don't forget that you swap them out? I'll forget that I can swap them out. Oh. Or what the, like another one would be or whatever. Right. Because there's like literally, you know, Dozens and dozens of spells in players. Yeah, but now player. is there a spell that I have right now that like isn't that good that I could just take both of these new ones? You could, yeah. Like if there's a spell that's in your deck of cards that you don't use, for example, like I've never used this spell. This spell is stupid, mm -hmm. and you just want to discard it and take both of these. You could do that. I have so many stupid plan spells. That. Let's plan that. Okay. I'll take both of these and we'll figure out which one. Later okay. For my cards. Um. Okay. Cool. So, Birdie. Yeah. Galaxy. Last but not least. So how is Galaxy spelled? Okay, I figured this out. If you wrote an S, but I wrote it an E on top. <laughs> I don't know why I put an E on top, but I say it's an S. It's an S. So G A L L E X S Y. Because then it's just Galaxy. That I, have, that I have been spelling it correctly in our adventure log. Yes. All this time. Okay. I so have. So disregard the beginning of this video when you <laughs> kept saying it was a different way. Is I that right? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't no know. one knows! That's the thing! Okay, give me my spells. Okay. How um, many spells can I have? <laughs> uh, you can pick out two spells. But I can pull out some spells if I don't. No, there's one of the restrictions with being a wizard. No! The spells that you have are written into your spell book and they can't be swapped Why out. Why can't I erase you can just, it? You can just add more to it. So cleric oh, is pretty cool. I have some so stupid ones. Color spray? What the heck? Prismatic spray. Well, you just... It's super powerful! It's like, it's the level one! Oh. What do we call it? Like color spray? Oh, color spray. Oh. I thought you were meaning prismatic spray. No! Okay. Well, then you just never use that spell, but it's always in your spell book. Just in case. Never. All right. Okay. So there was uh, four different spells that I called out for you that I thought would be neat for you. Okay. Um, the first one is called Morden King and Sword. Now tell me what that is. This is a magical sword that you summon that you attack with with a bonus action every single round, and it does 3d8 force damage. Uh -huh. 
force damage is important because nothing has resistance to force damage. For real? For real. Oh, that's good so, then. So it allows you to attack with the sword using a bonus action, but then it also allows you to cast another spell each round as well. So you basically get two attacks when okay. you cast the spell first. That is really good. The second one that I had tagged for you is teleport. Oh. So here, let's pull it. I can, I can kind of, t I wonder what that one's about, Dad. <laughs> the flying. Well, because you use you use Dimension Door a lot, yeah. right? So the difference between Dimension Door and Teleport with Teleport, this spell instantly transports you and up to eight willing creatures of your oh, choice. Oh, but it's Take only, it. Take but, it. It's, but it's only a range of ten. Feet. That you can see within range. No, they have to be within uh, ten feet of you. Or a single oh. object that you can see within range to a destination you select. If you target an object, you must be able to fit entirely inside a 10-foot cube, and it can't be held or carried by an unwilling creature. The destination you choose must be known to you, and it must be on the same plane of existence as you. Your familiarity with the destination determines whether you arrive there successfully. So this allows you, if you cast a spell, you can bring the entire group and move them to any place on the planet, but that's what if the, you've been there before. But that's what the Unicorn butt butt packs for. <laughs> this does it instantly. So? So prior to that, you would have to have everyone oh. get into the Unicorn butt backpack and then oh. fly somewhere. Okay. And so as soon as you say it, it happens. Right. All right. So you could, you could have, tele with this spell, you could have teleported everyone out of Atlantis back to there's no, there's no range? There's no range. What? You just have to be there. You had to have been there before. Oh my gosh! Okay, let's okay. see the next one. <laughs> mind, man. Finger of Death. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Why did you pick such good ones? She can only pick one. Two. She can pick oh, two of these. Okay. Finger of Death. You send negative energy coursing through a creature that you can see within range, causing it searing pain. The target must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 7d8 plus 30 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. A humanoid killed by this spell rises at the start of your next turn as a zombie that is permanently under your command, following your verbal orders to the best of its ability. You can have your own zombie! But it's permanent. If you cast this once a day, you could eventually have a zombie army. Don't let her get the spell. <laughs> Y'all know how All it's right. going to end. Why are these so good? And then the last one is oh. Delayed Fireball. So this one has got some nuance to it. Um, basically... If you, when you cast it, you can hold on to the fireball and let it build up in energy. And for every round, it doesn't explode. It adds an extra D6 of damage. So just casting this right out of the gate, it does 12 D6 damage. But if you're able to hold on to it for three rounds before launching it, then it turns into 15d6. If you hang on to it, it's 16d6, 17, 18, 19. If you can keep hanging on to it, because the fireball keeps growing and gets more and more intense until you finally release it. So hard. You, do you need some time to think oh about this? Oh my god. Okay. Just gonna pick the zombie and the <laughs> teleport. Yeah, that's my guess. But the thing is, though, the sword one. 
It nothing can like get in its way, basically. Right, nothing because nothing has resistance to force damage. You still have to do an attack with it. Okay. But it only requires a bonus action to attack. Okay, I'm gonna do process of elimination. Okay. Okay. We're gonna cross out delayed blast fireball. Yep. That's a really good one. Okay. Now these three are the really hard. I think I know what to do. <laughs> yep. Are you ready? Teleport and finger of death. Yeah, I'm gonna teleport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do like the whole end game thing. I'm okay. teleporting with hey, all leave me hanging. big arms. Leave me hanging. <laughs> I'll be the I'm just best. Tired for the world. Just we knew me. she was gonna pick that. <laughs> what she's gonna do with her finger of death so there are other spells these are just the ones that i no, thought were super these cool. are amazing you might prefer other spells you could look through the handbook if you wanted to and pick different spells these i will are... turn you into a zombie now <laughs> all right so you know the spells that you're going to take we'll add those into you you two oh. have some homework to Come do out. i told you i'm taking both of those and we just need to pull up some other spell of mine already oh okay yeah Mm-hmm. Well, you could. Well, you could take both of them. Wait, can I take her spells? No, you can't take her spells. Because you're not a wizard. You're not a wizard, Harry. Ooh. All right, so you're okay. You're taking both of yours, um, and you've got some homework to do. So yes. you got to figure out what spells that you want to take and which only ones are one spell. Okay, for only one spell. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> no. Oh my god, that that's an evil laugh. No, when the, no, DM, no, when, the like, when the DM smiles, it's already too late. And yeah, and so yeah, we're done. Okay. Bye. Bye. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Check out our other shows, such as Detentions and Dragons, Dungeon Master Block, Geek Wars, and more.